Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Hometown Lowdown, the podcast where three hometown gals discuss current events, pressing questions, and New Year's resolutions. I'm Kylie. I'm Rachel. And I'm Tori. Let's talk. Well, this week, uh, Rachel wanted to talk about uh, New Year's resolutions. This episode will come out just before the new year. Um, So I think it's a great idea that we kind of set some intentions for the year ahead. And resolutions are always fun. Do we want to talk about what we're drinking? (laughs) Or will it just bore the listeners? (laughs) Yeah. Also, don't fret. Alex is not recording with us today. Um, Life happens and we are going to make do with the three of us. I'm just drinking water and I'm pretty sure you two are also just drinking water. (laughs) Yeah, we're a lively bunch. (laughs) Okay, I had like one bottle's worth of water all day. I'm like dehydrated and a desert over here I'm so gonna, i'm trying to chuggle up i'm gonna call you alex now <laughs> <laughs> she's Let's not even shit while she's going. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but so yes, yeah I this am week alex today. oh sorry no you're good uh so this week i wanted to talk about our new year's resolutions for 2022 i know a lot of people don't like to set these because they never happen, which I'm guilty of that as well. Um, But I really wanted to focus on trying to set some goals and intentions for myself that are actually realistic. Because I could say like, oh, I want to, one of my resolutions is to go to the gym every day. But I know deep in my heart, that's not going to happen. So my list that I will read you guys today are things that I know will be attainable and things that I'm actually excited to do as well. Um, Not something that I'm like dreading, but know that I should do. There are things that I actually want to do, which I think is really important for setting goals and intentions as well. I'll just start. We can kind of just take turns going through what we have. My first one is actually something I did this year. It was a resolution I set for myself in 2020. And I actually did it, so I want to do it again next year, because I know, like, it can be done. So, as you guys know, one of my favorite hobbies is reading. I love to read, but unfortunately, when I went to college, I kind of stopped doing it often, because I was reading textbooks all the time, and, like, in my free time, I just wanted to, like, watch TV or do something that didn't involve really thinking. (laughs) I... Uh, in 2020 set a goal for 2021 to read at least one book a month Um, and this can be anything like I prefer fiction so those are the types of books that I read but some of the books that I did read this past year were memoirs as well so I I kind of like more I know you do so I kind (laughs) of just mixed it up a little bit to keep it interesting but my goal is to read one book each month for 2021 and I I'm actually on book number 14, and it's only, well, we're recording, it's the end of November right now, but this will come out or mid-December. <laughs> so I went and exceeded my goal, and I am so proud of myself. Thank Woo-hoo. you. And I'm saying, like, some that of That was a books- plus. <laughs> Thank you. Clap, clap, clap. Snap, snap, snap. <laughs> <laughs> some of these books I read, too, were, like, almost 500 pages. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not like I just picked, like dinky little chapter books just to hit my goal like I actually picked good books that I've wanted to read and like 
I don't know. I just feel really proud of myself for that, for actually sticking to something. So my goal for 2022 is to do the same thing, try to read at least one book a month. Hopefully I'll read more, but yeah, I'm really excited for this goal because I feel like I'm getting back into my old self and my old hobbies, which I love because I'm actually making time for them instead of just watching TV or making up excuses as to why I'm not doing the things I love. So yeah, Tor, tell me about one of yours. You stole mine. Um, so for 2022, <laughs> I want to read more books. Let's read to each other. Yes, we're going to read I'll do out that. loud to each other every night. <laughs> Come to our new podcast <laughs> where we read a chapter of a book. Bedtime stories. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bedtime stories. Um, <laughs> I love it. So it's been a long time since I've read consistently, like for fun. I mean, like I was young. The last time I used to, I used to consume books like crazy. I would read like one book a week and obviously I had a lot more free time, <laughs> but I love reading and I kind of lost that passion and I want to gain that passion again. I recently bought a book and that was kind of a big step for me because I'm like, why would I buy a book if I'm not going to read it? Because that'd be a waste of money. So in a way, it almost forced me to read it. And I'm like, okay, let's start. It's Greek mythology, which is one of my favorite subjects ever. Um, And I've actually been sticking with it and I'm pretty proud of myself for that. So I want to continue that and use my library card and go to the library and rent books and get back in the swing and of reading. I don't necessarily have a timeline of like how many books I want or the over time like say one book a month or whatever like I'm not going to put that on myself but like if I can just continue to read and again fiction's also my favorite thing too. If I continue to read going forward, I think it's also just a better way for me to spend my free time and just consuming more media so that's actually the first thing i had was my 2022 resolution was to read more books and to add to what you said how you said like like you didn't want to spend money on something that's just gonna like gather dust on a shelf basically Mm -hmm. is what you said um that reminds me yes books are expensive if you buy them from like a bookstore like barnes and noble or wherever else like tori said Getting a library card is a great resource, Um, but if you're like me, I like to actually keep the books I read. I don't like giving them away because I have uh, separation anxiety. Um, (laughs) I get almost all of my books from Goodwill, which is a really great place. They always have a really great selection, and if you're lucky, you'll get them half price. I think the most I've ever paid for a book there was like $6. And like, that's pushing it for me. I'm like, "Mm, do I need this? (laughs) But honestly, like some of my favorite books I found there for like $2 a piece. So, and most of the time they're in very good condition. Occasionally there's like a little stain here and there, but like that doesn't hurt anybody. So I would highly recommend getting books from like a thrift store of some sort because they usually, you can find ones that you've, never thought you'd find before at places like that too so that's my little bit of advice for you for sure or check out like your local bookstores and see if there is like anything that's like if they have a discounted section like the big like local bookstore in wasa here the whole basement is discounted used books like it's amazing (laughs) it's like and and there's like 
no organization down there. No. I mean, well, there is, but there yeah. isn't. It's but it's like genre. piles of <laughs> yeah. books. It's like my dream going down there. Yeah. I could just it's like so sleep on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, I just, like, go and look. I've gotten some really great, like, plant books there and, like, some, like, good, like, nonfiction situations. And it's, like, this is mm-hmm. awesome. Um, I will say, too, like, kind of in that vein, though, if you can, if you do need to, like, if you really want a book or whatever and you so you want to buy it new instead of just scouring for it, try to buy, like, from local bookstores instead of, like, Amazon or Barnes & Noble um, just to, to support local um as much as you can and support like independent bookstores and stuff like that i've heard it goes a long way no idea for sure but i assume it is <laughs> yeah um, good point i would love to read more however i did not make it one of the new year's resolutions i go through phases so i think it, and i get like obsessive about reading sometimes where i'm like oh can't put this down and then i Same. don't do anything else in life and that's not exactly a healthy habit for me to say like i want to do um all the time but i read inconsistently but often so i will we'll say it's fine my main new year's resolution that i said i have a hard time with resolutions and i don't know if i just like grew up like a couple of my cousins took new year's resolutions very seriously but it was always i'm cutting something out this year and then it was just like a challenge to them to see if they could do it all year and then like that was it and it was always like food related usually and so for that reason i kind of have like I don't know. I feel like that's where I'm like trained to go with New Year's resolutions, but that's not something I actually want to like do <laughs> um, or like perpetuate. So my one that my main one is to be more active. I feel like I'm pretty good at it. And this is consistently like a struggle is having like a healthier relationship with exercise. But a few months ago, <laughs> this is terrible. I was traumatized <laughs> while exercising. I was jumping on my mini trampoline. I feel like I didn't talk about it on here at all. And my beloved Jackie would love to like sit and watch my feet go under the trampoline. And she ran under it one day. So I bounced on her and I really just, I just kind of just stopped exercising ever since. I just put this together like a few weeks ago. Yeah, I was like sobbing. I like knocked the wind out of her because like, it's like, you only have so much room and she like, yeah. So I was like, I was sobbing. I was traumatized. Like I, uh, just couldn't get myself to I still kind of like don't really want to use the mini trampoline that much but I make sure she's out of the room and the door is closed if I use it because she used to like to like watch but stay away if I was using it so like yeah and I was using it super consistently at the time and that was like I it was also summer maybe or the end of summer and so I was also doing stuff more like outside and so around that time like I just stopped like exercising indoors because I was just like I don't know it just gave me such an icky feeling and like I was so upset about what had happened like I don't know it just really affected me apparently but and I realized I put that together the other day that you know I haven't worked out like consistently like just for the sake of like exercising moving my body um since then like I've had like dance parties or going for walks or like I was still playing volleyball in the summers at the time but I haven't actually been like I'm gonna like take some time for myself and do something active so it's my goal to get back into that swing of things after several months of not doing it it's like really kind of daunting just to reallocate time for myself like that um as well as like kind of getting myself physically back to where I where I'm at a place where it's like 
not like a struggle if that makes sense <laughs> like where I'm enjoying it and not like feeling like it's an uphill battle um so that's my main resolution and I don't want to put anything necessarily more specific on it because like I said I can sometimes get like an unhealthy like routine with exercise and I don't want that to be the case either um because I've worked like pretty hard on having that not be the case anymore so yeah so that was <laughs> short story long <laughs> I want to yeah. be more active and not bounce on Jackie. Yeah. Oh, baby, it was so traumatizing. And she's probably like, let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> it was That was fun. Could- I um like I said earlier, I wanted to come up with like goals and intentions that like are enjoyable to me or something that I actually want to do. And like what you said about your cousins, like just cutting stuff out to see if they can do it. That's so toxic to me. That's like diet culture. Agreed. Go back to our diet culture episode. Um, Yeah, it's sad that people think that those are like healthy resolutions to have. So, and yeah, I was, I was like that too. Like when I was younger, I always had a fad diet as my New Year's resolution. Like I would, oh, I'm going to do keto this year or I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's so stupid. And super unrealistic. So yeah, <laughs> I like to look at resolutions more like Pam on the office when she's the office administrator, and she has them all set up New Year's resolutions. And she's like, "Mine is to drink less caffeine." So I drink like however much a day now. I'm gonna try and whittle it down to like one glass a week instead of it like five a day or whatever it was. Like that's kind of how I look at it of like tr- slowly changing a habit to be something that like. Like you said, like getting reading more or, you know, if it's something I don't feel like they shouldn't be food related anyway. But as someone who also should work on their caffeine habit because it got worse again, um, (laughs) I relate. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So another one that I have is a goal for Blake and I, since we are married now. One of our goals for 2022 is to buy a house um, and kind of just get settled. (laughs) Because currently we live in a apartment and it's just not enough space. It's a waste of money. Um, so we would like to buy a house, but the housing market is still a little wild. So I don't know if realistically we'll get there in the spring. But hopefully, if I'm very big on everything happens for a reason. So if we, for whatever reason, don't get a house in 2022, then that goal our intention will switch to saving up for house in 2023. Either way, for next year, we'll be working towards that. I don't know if it'll actually happen, but and to like enjoy the process too is a big thing because I know how stressful it can be, especially because like Alex and Jake recently went through it. And I just want to enjoy the process and not feel stressed um, or anxious about it and to feel ready. Because I don't want to just jump into it because I feel like it's, oh, this is where we're at in our relationship. Now we have to buy a house. Like, I want it to feel right. I want to be ready financially and mentally. So when it comes to buying a house, that's kind of my um, resolution for 2022, whether it actually happens or we wait another year. (laughs) Someone I would also encourage you not to jump into buying a house right now. Oof. Yeah, um. <laughs> I mean we have a bit, but yeah, yeah, I yeah. you're you're at that planning looking stage, maybe right. not quite the committing stage, right? For which sure, is fine. 
I'm gonna piggyback off you again. Sorry, I just like piggybacking <laughs> on you so much. We have um, the same mind. We do. Rachel, does your back hurt? You're carrying the team. <laughs> yeah, you're carrying me right now. Um, this is the one that I mentioned. Like, I didn't think was gonna be quite like a resolution, but I think I, it's more like a goal and intention. Um, so I am buying a house next year, and what I put is to work on my new home, um, make it mine with decorating and organization because I know that will bring me a lot of joy and just give my love and care and attention to it because I know it can be a daunting task and I know I'll enjoy it if I live in the moment. So instead of just putting it off, so I just want to make it mine as much as I can, obviously without changing too much and spending too much money, but like just to slow down and enjoy the process and make this house my home and just make it how I want to and I think I don't know I just think it would bring me a lot of happiness and I will need to put my nose to the grindstone for a little bit to make that work but it's totally worth it and it's I think a good goal and or intention for me next year yeah I'm excited for you and like luckily your your house that you'll be buying doesn't need a lot of work it's mm-hmm. just like probably just updating and make it your own. So right. yeah, I'm really excited for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. I living where I am right now, a lot of my stuff is kind of just sitting out because most of the area is being used by my aunt and uncle. So like, I'm so excited to have it completely be mine and put things where I want them to be or where they need to be, make it look nice, make it clean, do things how I want to do it, decorate it how I want to decorate. So I'm just super excited to make it mine. I feel like that's something that I always kind of have. I should set as more of a goal because we've been in our house for about two years now. And there's like, we've taken on a lot lot of like bigger projects, but at the same time, not, they're not like cosmetic ones. (laughs) And there's a lot of cosmetic projects. I should set like a goal for a New Year's resolution that Alex and I are going to like get like two or three like smaller projects done. Like, I don't think it's realistic. Like, we want to, like, redo the floors in the whole house. Like, we can't just, like, all of a sudden do that. But we can just all of a sudden come home and take a sledgehammer to the cabinets I want to take down. (laughs) (laughs) Or I can, like, paint the bathroom and cabinets and stuff that I've been wanting to try. Um, So I might steal that as part of my goal story. Thank you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There's Um, always work to be done. Yeah. Speaking of which... I decided one of my resolutions is to finish all of the half-started crochet projects I have. Ooh. Or the ones that I also have stuff, like, bought for but maybe haven't started. <laughs> There's a few that are pretty old. Um, and I, I like to spend my time in the winter really doing that. So I think that could be something that I could get, like, a handful of things done, um, like, in the evenings. Just kind of spend that quiet time. Watching the office and crocheting mittens. <laughs> Love that. Call you Phyllis. Yes, please do. <laughs> With that, though, I also put down less screen time just because I feel like mine, I really uh, i am a scroller. It's terrible. But that's the thing is like while I crochet, I want to see something or like while I, I don't know, it's bad. It's a problem. Maybe I should invest yeah. in audiobooks. Yeah, especially with your commute. Yeah, I like podcasts for that. I think I don't know how much books I would like how I would how much I'd get into it with books. You but don't I know guess if it's a good book. Try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
If anyone has Try suggestions it. on to how to get audiobooks without buying them off Amazon, please let me know. It's the only way I know how. I think there's one I you think... can do like with your library card. Mm. Like if you have a library mm-hmm. card, you can do it. You still have to like quote unquote rent it. It has to be available, which does not make sense to me. It's an audio file, but whatever. So I have one more. And I tried to only have like a few because again, if you have a huge list of resolutions, like how realistic is that? Not really. <laughs> so <laughs> I never do are, any of them. <laughs> yours are related though. Like you said, like the yeah, no screen time true. and like doing your crafts and and even like fixing up your house. Like yeah. that kind of all goes together, especially like in the winter when you have nothing else to do. Essentially it's <laughs> don't spend as much time on your phone and actually do something instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and end of episode. Yep. See ya. <laughs> So my last one is I would like to start a true crime podcast, um, just kind of like a solo podcast. I would like to have different guests on um, every every week or every other week or whatever. There doesn't really need to be a schedule. But basically, I would like to tell different true crime stories in each episode, kind of like what we did. If you haven't listened yet, go back a uh, few like a month ago, I'd say we did true crime or a couple months ago, we did two true crime episodes where we each told a true crime story that we were really interested in. So basically, I'm going to do something like that. But I want to actually like, do everything right. I don't want to just jump in head first. I want to make sure that I have like a name, a logo, like a bunch of episodes recorded before I even start like advertising for it. That is something I really want to do for 2022, so stay tuned for that. <laughs> Perfect. I will, I'm no longer paybacking. <laughs> um, I do not want to start Sorry, my own like, oh true my crime. We would like to start a home improvement podcast. <laughs> I love it. No, I'm actually going to start a solo podcast, and I want to tell true crime. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, Boring podcasts. What are the odds? <laughs> The third one I have is actually going to tie in the goals and intentions episode that we had earlier this year because it's something I did work on and I want to continue to work on. A consistent, healthy bedtime. I've been doing a little bit better since that episode, to be honest. Obviously, it's not linear. Um, It's kind of all over the place, but I have been more disciplined with myself. It's like, okay, Tori, you need to go to bed. Okay, Tori. Not only the bedtime, but the bedtime habits of like, put your phone down like 20, 30 minutes before you go to bed and read instead, and then go to bed instead of staring at your phone and whatever. I listen to ASMR too, so that's kind of difficult, but I could just turn my phone away. But just continuing to be healthy with the habits and being a little more disciplined with, okay, time to go to bed, get your butt into bed right right now instead of just like, oh, five more minutes. And because every time I do five, 10 more minutes, out on the couch in my living room, it turns into like a half hour or an hour. And then I pay for it the next day, every single time. And it's like, when are you going to learn from your mistakes? So I have been doing better, but I think I could make even more progress. So that is my third resolution, which is to be more consistent with a healthy bedtime. Are you ready, Tori? I'm about to jump on your back. (laughs) Embracing. (laughs) here i go um mine is also to go to bed earlier (laughs) my last one um only because like i historically speaking have been pretty good about going to bed at like 
quote unquote a reasonable time which to me is like enough to get that that eight hours in um because that's usually what I need um <laughs> is around that much so um but I've been doing terrible with it lately so what better time than the present to kind of like refocus and get back on that grind to at least like I don't know if it's realistic to think of it this way but like I don't necessarily have to go to bed by a certain time but like based on what I have to do the next day or like what my day will look like like sometimes I have to get up early for meetings and so that'll be I need to make sure to go to bed early kind of thing I definitely need to rework on that I've gotten into this habit of like having so much energy at like nine o'clock at night and would like start doing all this housework and then it's like okay this is good I'm being productive but then I didn't go to bed until like 11 which then I didn't fall asleep until like 11 30 12 o'clock and then and now sometimes I just am like still up on the couch scrolling watching the office usually and just not sleeping I'm like I could just be in bed now like I'm not even being productive so it was mm -hmm a snowball effect I think so if I'm being productive or if that's the only time I have sometimes to get stuff done that I want to get done that's okay with me also but as long as it's not like the habit like I said of like just staying up for literally no reason also the caffeine problem I mentioned earlier <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I have gotten back on them lattes which is an addiction and I'm trying to quit so that would probably let me show you. <laughs> let me show you my bedtime habit. Okay, follow my lead. To join you. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I'll kick Blake out. <laughs> Fine. He understands at this point. <laughs> well, do we all have any more resolutions for 2022? I have one more. I want. I could talk about my last resolution. I have on here. Um, and I think this one is probably, I don't know if my favorite is the right word, but maybe you'll know what I mean when I talk about it, is to be a more understanding and forgiving partner. <laughs> I am impatient as fuck. So <laughs> basically <laughs> trying to be a more patient person, especially in love, and be quicker to forgive or to anger. Being in a long-distance relationship is really fucking hard. I'm not built for it. Some people are, and if you are, freaking kudos to you. I'm not. And I know it's not going to be long-distance forever, but those it can create different complications, and being in person can create different complications. You know, there's pros and cons to each, and I'm learning with myself if I could just be more understanding and not immediately get upset and take a step back and go, okay why would this person react this way? Or, okay, let's take a step back and maybe don't take it so personally. It's not that important. And just trying to ground myself in the moment of, okay, is this going to affect me 10 years from now? Nope, let it go. And just be quicker to forgive because life is too short not to. So I want to, I just want to focus on that. And I think in all my relationships too, not just my romantic relationship, I, especially with that one, because of the difficulties that we face right now, but just in general to kind of take a back seat and not be a control freak <laughs> and realize <laughs> that, yeah, and realize that like if you're going to be more understanding and forgiving, you may not like it in the present moment. At least I know I don't sometimes, but it is always the better option when the way things turn out in the future. So just going to try to focus more on that kind of mindset. I Love promise that. I'm not an angry person. 
I'm not. <laughs> that makes me sound like I have angry issues. I don't. I promise. Just trying to be quicker to forgive is all. No, I relate. That's something that kind of came to mind for me as well. But that's just something I've been continually working on or trying to is just to like kind of do that work for myself of like being more patient and more understanding in general, even like just so it's not like if anything does like come up or go wrong or whatever it is like it's not doesn't weigh on me as much and it doesn't like cause as much tension in my relationships i've also at work with two new bosses and like a ton of new staff and i'm very like go 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 at work and like I have to like teach myself patience there too of like okay I don't need to be overwhelming I don't need to throw everything at people at once like just because I can operate at this pace doesn't mean everyone else can and I think that's something that is going to help me in like my personal life as well of being able to like just stop and evaluate and like put my own like immediate needs aside of like where I'm like I really need to tell you this thing or we really need to get a solution to this problem right now and just being like you know we can wait we can take a breath we don't need to be as overbearing <laughs> or excited whichever word you prefer <laughs> but so relatable tori do, do you have any others no those were my main ones the only one that really like i said that i kind of set out initially was just to like get back into like being more active and feeling like good in my own skin again like activity wise and feeling like less like out of shape really is just how i've been feeling and now that I figured out why I've been struggling so hard to be active, I think it'll be easier. But yeah, th- that was my main one. And the other ones are just bonus. So do you have it. any more, Ray? No, that's all I have. Before we jump to the question, I just want to do a little reminder to uh, follow us on Instagram at hometown.pod, um, where you can see we do try to post weekly about the episodes that we're posting um you can see pictures of whatever we discuss in the episode and also to subscribe to our show on wherever you listen specifically apple Podcasts. if you listen on there please subscribe and rate and review I don't know if on the other platforms you can do all that, but I know on Apple you can. (laughs) (laughs) I know for sure on Apple you can, and I know we do have a handful of listeners on there. So please do us a favor. um, Give us a little early Christmas gift, (laughs) and we truly appreciate it. Also, feel free to let us know if you have any topic suggestions. It's not always easy coming up with a topic. For sure. We'd be happy to start with the one you guys are interested in hearing about. Obviously, right. we've proved we can talk about anything, but if we can make it entertaining or something you want to hear about, we would potentially like to do that. Yeah, please tell <laughs> sure. us. Don't on the topic. And if you don't feel comfortable messaging our uh, pod Insta, you can always message us individually as well if you know any of us individually or if you don't. Feel free to just reach out to any of us and we can always relay your message to everybody else. Or you can email us at hometownlowdownpod at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody this. checked my email in a while? Um, I think I have the notifications turned on, so I haven't gotten oh, anything. Nice. So if you want to okay. email. We're so popular. Watch, we have like 50 topic requests in there Let's that see. nobody's looked at. <laughs> 
That can be our resolution for 2022 is to do all of your topic requests if they've been oh yes on on red. (laughs) (laughs) The question for this week, which I did have to look at my phone for, so you two probably will have to also. What Um, are your top three most used emojis? So I know pretty much what my top two are. And then the third one tends to change based on whatever other emoji I use, even if I only use it once. So I'm pretty sure I can go from memory, but I'll glance at it just to be sure. Um, My top one I know is like the the laughing, crying emoji. Yeah. Okay. My top three. (laughs) Right now, the top three are um the like laughing crying emoji because come at me gen z or whoever you are that is the best um that is the best way to show that something is funny and that you enjoyed it so that's my most used one and then after that it kind of flip-flops between like the uh i don't know what to call it the one with hearts not the heart eyes but the one where it's like ooh hearts oh the hearts (laughs) around the face yeah yeah um so that is usually my next one or it's like the upside down smiley face which to me is like the uh, face, like the that awkward like yeah yeah like this is dumb <laughs> kind of like frozen face um smiley face um otherwise right now i just was like playing with different emojis to use for our newlyweds episode for that insta post again at hometown.pod um and i use like the little chapel emoji so that's currently technically my third place one but it should be like the eh face (laughs) mine are my first one is the laughing crying emoji which no surprise there i use it probably every text i send for the most part um my second one is the upside down smiley that's one of my favorite emojis like Because I always just feel awkward, and I feel like that just fits my aesthetic. I feel like, for me, that's my, are you shitting me face? Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's my, are you shitting me face, for sure. Like, okay, this is fine, but it's really not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, this one I've been starting to use more often, which is probably why it's in my top three now. But, um, the smile with the tear. Oh, I love that one. I've been using that one more too. I do too. I love that one. So those are mine. I use the smile with the sweat drip a lot too, but apparently not as much as I think because I'm surprised that one wasn't up there because I use that one a lot of like, like cringe, it's done or cringe, whatever. I use use that one a lot too. Tor, what about you? So we'll make it three. The first one is the left crying emoji. I'm, can I guess one that I'm pretty the sure you have? Head. The skeleton, sure. yep. For sure. It's not. No? <laughs> I've started moving away from life. that one. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is the laugh cry emoji. The second one is the other laugh cry emoji. There's two of them. The like sideways one? The sideways one. That's um, the one where I like, if I'm busting a gut laughing, laughing. <laughs> if I'm busting a gut laughing, I send that one. Um, so those are my two. So obviously I'm laughing a lot, but it's because... Sometimes I get funny texts. Um, And the third one is one that changes regularly. So this is simply because I used it once this morning. I texted my boyfriend and I said, good morning, sunshine with the sun emoji. And now the sun (laughs) emoji is my third emoji, even though I sent it once. Um, Otherwise, I would say the ones that are used like most for me are the clapping emoji, the two hands clapping and um, 
the one that Kylie said, we're smiling with the hearts around it. I really like that one. Or the sparkle mm-hmm. emoji. It's like three little stars. Yes. Me I too. use that for emphasis around words. And I think that's funny. Um, me too. Because I'm funny. <laughs> so <laughs> those are probably my usual oh, rotation. That's a good one, Tor. What's your most used emoji that's not a face? Yeah. Well, mine I was going to say, I was gonna say the shrug one is one I use a lot too. Or like the eye roll or like the wide eyes, like the oh shit face. That one. Um. What's my most used one? That's I think the sparkle might be mine too. Let me go to it. Mine is the green check mark. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Weirdo. it. Um, and the red heart. Yeah, I could see mine, that. Mine is the sparkle and then the two pink hearts that kind of look like they're rotating or moving. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I love like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I send that one a lot too. Mine is the, like those two are back to back. It's the those spinning hearts i feel like it's like full of love is what i that makes me think of like right when i send like something like a really like a really nice love in motion i use that (laughs) like my heart is swelling (laughs) her heart grew three sizes too big that day (laughs) it's fine i have heart disease it's fine you're the grinch (laughs) um and then yeah same the sparkle mostly because i use it for i tend to use like the squiggly lines though instead but it's especially like you know that's what alex does the squiggly lines but i like the sparkle yeah i have to start using the sparkle at work because if you use the squiggly lines it just like crosses it out (laughs) it's like the keyboard shortcut life hack to like put a strike through just like the starts truck <laughs> like the <laughs> asterisks on either side which is like the sparkle um in theory um it makes it bold so mm-hmm. <laughs> all right take us out dude okay that was me knocking you out <laughs> she really Not took us out unconscious <laughs> i'm it's losing fine. my mind <laughs> aren't we all well Thank you guys for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friend. Talk about your own New Year's resolutions. Some good, some bad, some maybe that you want to set or ones you want to stop doing. That works too. Um, This has been an episode of the Hometown Lowdown and we will see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye -bye. I don't know why I'm waving. Same. Bye, buddy. (laughs) Hope you find your dad.